I'm going to get hammered. Yeah. We did watch The Conjuring last night, though. After pulling Will's teeth to make him watch it, I was like, please watch The Conjuring with me. Yeah. Mm. And it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But, like, you did leave out the fact that, like, you, you were like, there's not really any demons in this. <laughs> Like it's called the fucking conjuring, and these people introduce themselves at the beginning of the film as demonologists, and you're like, they're not really well. In my defense, I hadn't seen it in like since it came out. You literally just said you watched it when we were, and you know damn well I stopped watching it the second you walked in the door because you were like, "Uh, uh, baby, I don't want to watch the conjuring right now. I'll give it to Audrey; she has gotten me more into horror films Uh as a. as we've been dating. I watched um I watched The Shining <sighs> beginning to end with my roommates. We watched like the first half of it one night and the second half of it the when next night. When did you night. watch it? Um like last week, two nice. weeks ago. Sick. How'd you like it? I had never seen it beginning to end. I had seen like little parts of it though, because dad would occasionally turn it on. Oh god, he's the fucking worst with movies, dude. Yeah. He's fucking like, hey, you ever see this? You ever watch five minutes of it while I flip between this and Family Guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. The Reds game I'm gonna, is on. I'm he's flip not gonna... between this, the Reds game, and Family Guy. Get over it. The best is the best. Growing up was when he was like, he, he's astounded that a ten year old's never seen Under Siege, a shitty Steven Seagal movie. He's like, you've never seen this? Never seen this fucking gold movie? No. Well, guess what? We're not watching it. We're going to turn on something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could. The but movie if we did just turn it on, we could if have we just did turn watching. it on, you still wouldn't know what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Well, the, thing, <laughs> the difference between your dad and my dad is my dad will go, you've never seen this? Oh, we're watching it. And then forces you to watch a movie. And if you look away, he's like, you're not looking. You're not watching. See, also, you know? I would have largely preferred that. No. So, you ever watched a movie with my dad? Yeah, we watched It's a Wonderful Life for the first time. You know how many times he paused and rewound and said, look at that. Look yeah, because you watching. and Isabel wouldn't shut the fuck up. Because we were having a good sister time. <laughs> okay, we were drinking so, eggnog. I believe this was over quarantine. I, Daniel and I had been pressing Buzz to just watch the first Hunger Games movie. Just Why? the first one. Interesting. <laughs> because what? Daniel and I love the Hunger Games. Yeah, but I also love... Do you oh love God. The Hunger Games? I've never seen any of them. Okay, well, then you're stupid. Watch the movies no. and, and or read the books. Annie's nah. coming for your throat. Anyways, <laughs> it's one movie that Dad might actually like. Well, because he likes Jennifer Lawrence. This is what they do. Well, not only, <laughs> yes, not only does he like Jennifer Lawrence, he likes Woody Harrelson. He likes what that whatever her name is that plays... Um, Effie Trinket, she's the she's the announcer in Pitch Perfect. What's her name? Oh, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. He also she's loves Josh Hutcherson. He yeah. probably wouldn't know who Josh Hutcherson <laughs> was if I asked him. But I got him to watch it, like a little bit of it. And isn't Lenny Kravitz in it too? Lenny Kravitz. I think it? he is. Yeah, I think Lenny Kravitz is in the Hunger Games. Dad just would not get into it. I was like, Buzz. Like just just try it, but it was it was it got to the point where it was annoying. You can't ever because do he's that. like you can't. Make I'm like him forcing him to watch it at this point. And then Daniel and I were like, 
You need to watch Hot Rod because he's never seen oh, Hot Rod. He fucking hated it, didn't he? He hated it. Why? Because anything he that wouldn't he- laugh at it. I know he wanted to too because the part where he goes, <laughs> the part where he's saying whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> Dad wanted to laugh, but he wouldn't. And he, he was, was trying to prove all a he point. said. All he said was the ripping this off from Family Guy. I was like, Dad, like. I feel like this came out before <laughs> Family Guy's episode on. The I feel like it probably did too. Also. He's God. I was successful. I could go on about this forever. Well, I because this is gonna be a short <laughs> pod anyway. We may as well. Uh, it's it's. Hmm. Uh, I made. I got was successful once in having him watch a movie, and literally, as Annie said, it's fucking pulling teeth. If Rotten Tomatoes didn't say it was fresh, he's not fucking watching it, and he's not watching it if someone else told him to watch it. It's ridiculous. I got him to watch Reservoir Dogs, and he said it was. Whatever. <laughs> that's that's what like fucking, the best you can get out of him, though. What a cold fucking take, though. That movie <laughs> <Ice> rules. <laughs> He's he will never admit that, like something that somebody else suggested to him is good. Absolutely, will <laughs> never. he has to discover it. Never will admit it. He's the fucking worst about it, which is why I loved watching movie a movie. Watch a movie. I loved watching a movie with uh, Jim Meredith. I loved watching It's Wonderful Life because he actually it was fun to watch a movie with. I'm going to remember that next time we go over to my dad's house. He, I'm gonna, Just remember. I'm going to have gonna a hard out. That. I'm going to have a hard out if we have shit to do. The only, <laughs> the only good movie that Buzz plays over and over again is Pitch Perfect. I was going to say Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck Shooter. <laughs> like, honestly, Beyond? we've seen that movie... So many fucking times, and I don't even know the sequence of it because I've seen it so out of order. Like, so I just don't know what's happening in that movie. Yeah, you don't understand, Mark Wahlberg. I'm 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 a sniper rifle man. Hey, I'm a sniper the move, man. the scene that I see the most is him. In the snow in his big um, Yeti suit. It's Dad's favorite scene in it's the whole his fucking. Favorite scene. It's his favorite scene in the whole fucking movie. Uh, so yeah, there's an ongoing bit in our house old that like I guess that whenever Dad <laughs> Dad's watching TV and nothing's happening and nothing's nothing's good, he's just like, "Wonder if Shooter's on." And almost <laughs> always, when you flip over to TNT, fucking Shooter is playing on TV. Shooter is always playing. I've never seen it, and please don't tell him this. I don't think he, doesn't, cares. he doesn't. He doesn't even care. care. He, he just, just wants to watch I think it. At, I think at some point he started just turning it on to spite us. <laughs> I like, think that's true. <laughs> I think he that's really iconic. knows. Like he knows that this is annoying us. <laughs> that kind of rules. Yet he continues to turn on Shooter. or he just really enjoys shooter that's the other end of the honestly spectrum either or (laughs) either option is a character flaw honestly you know what else is a character flaw what's that me finding out i share a birthday with mark Wahlberg. that is hey 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 happy birthday say how do you mother for me i share a birthday with larry bird will shares one with Pee Wee herman it's true that is so unfortunate. I also no, it is not. We do not I slander Pee Wee in this Pee-wee. house. You ever seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I hate Pee Wee. Tell him, Large Marge. I hate Pee Wee. I don't Annie, get it. This is tearing us apart. Every Christmas, I don't get it. What don't you like about Pee Wee Herman? Is it the? <laughs> is it because he laughs like your brother? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> you guys are just going to let me get ah. away with that roast? We all know what I sound like. This is the thing. You upset yet? It's annoying. (laughs) And it's stupid. Well, I think you should have a little bit more of an open mind, Annie. Pee-wee can suck a dick. He would probably like to. A BBC. Uh, He's definitely exposed his dick in a porn theater. Haven't we all? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Has Pee-wee Herman ever gotten a BBL? (laughs) For the audience, Annie, what is a BBL? You're saying that because you don't know what a BBL is. No, I want Laura to hear what it is. No, you don't know. What's a BBL, Will? It is a big... No. No. Nope. <laughs> well, let me hear. What do you think a BBL is? Babe? What is a BBL, Will? Tell us. BBL. BBL. Tell us He's what never B- going to guess. Tell uh, us what a BBL is. Please. I, I want to hear what you got to say. I got, I, got, I got something brewing here. A BBL. <laughs> a BBL is uh, a thing that you go to. Uh, when you no. want to procure... No, it's a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even let me come up with something. No, I'm done. It's a Brazilian butt lift. And the concept of you asking, do you think Pee Wee Herman has ever had a BBL is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like the concept of you lying and saying, I want you to explain what it is for our mom. <laughs> Don't bring your mom into this. I want her to know what it is, too. I bet she already does. I it, did tell her what a BBL was the other yeah. day, so Aww. she probably knows. So you're the only one. Because I said that Juno should get a BBL. <laughs> It comes with old age, Danny. Constipation. Constipation. First of all, constipation. Second of all, you're full of crap. Constipation. Welcome back to God. What is this? It is a, a gu- sex a, toy. It's a guitar tuner. And you're touching it. No, it's a guitar tuner. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome back to God Doesn't Watch One Tree Hill. We're in season two, episode three. And this may have been the least eventful episode yet. Truly. And I feel like we this is the one we should have had a guest on. Why? Make it more interesting. I guess. All right. So this episode start. Oh, wait. I'm Audrey. I'm Will. I'm Annie. And we're very uh, (laughs) thankful for uh, Ellie Moss once again for being on the episode last week. We've gotten great reviews on her performance. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on over here. (laughs) I'm just laughing at how Annie introduced herself. (laughs) Oh, she's like, oh, I'm Annie. She said, I'm Annie. (laughs) I'm Annie. (laughs) Wait, you guys remember this commercial? My name's Terry, and I used to be a smoker. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I used to be a smoker. And she couldn't say her S's, so it was, My name's Terry, and I used to be a mocha. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolates. I used to be an ice mocha. What are they selling? (laughs) What are they selling? Is it Stomas? Wait, real quick. Add this to the cold open. Annie, you want to hear my new bit? Mm. It's where I go to bars in OTR that I think are overrated, and I wear a trench coat and like a little hat, and I smoke <laughs> cigarettes outside of the door. And every time some like fucking teens or 
well, not teens. Let's hope it's not teens. <laughs> Anytime some young adults try to walk in the door, I hit my cigarette and go, you don't want to go in there. <laughs> Do, it Do it at Mr. Pitiful's. Or outside of Ghost Baby, you don't want to go in there. There's neither ghosts nor babies. If those walls could talk, <laughs> they'd say what I'm saying, and that is, you don't want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this fucking episode starts with uh, Brooke and Peyton hanging up the wedding picture board in Nathan and Haley's apartment. Yes. Boring. Meanwhile, Tim's like, Nathan, you want Asian? Thai? Mexican? He's not asking about dinner. He ain't asking about dinner. He's asking about strippers. First question, can you actually... uh Order a stripper by their nationality? Or by yes. the yellow pages? Can you actually do that? I well, believe you can order by the nationality and can. hair color. Preference? Yeah. Okay. Hair color is a big one, I feel yeah. like. Annie's ordered a bunch of strippers. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. I feel I've like seen a lot of strippers in my day. Like just being an equal opportunity guy, like you get what you get. Just you the know? one time actually at Cheetah and Hilton Head. <laughs> Okay. All right. So Tim's ordering strippers, and Haley's like, "Man, you don't need a stripper. We're married." And then Brooke and Peyton are like, "Let him have a stripper. We'll throw you a bridal shower." Cool. Cool. Scenes over. Word. And then we cut back to where our episode ended last week with Lucas visiting Dan in the hospital, and Dan's like, "I want to apologize to you and your mother." Let me be your daddy. And that's about it. So then Lucas goes home and Karen's like, I want to go to college. And Lucas is like, Mom, I'm freaked out. I visited Dan and he was so nice. And the scariest part is I think he was being genuine. Whoa. I'm starting to get feelings for my dad. I love my daddy. You're not my dad. (laughs) Anywho. So, uh... Then we cut back to Nathan and Tim sitting at home, and Nathan's like, dude, I'm married. I have a wife. I am a husband. Did I mention I am married? And Tim's like, listen here, brother. That ring on your finger don't change your past. I know who you are deep down inside. You are a fuck boy. So they decide to get a stripper. I can't believe that's the most real that we're going to get out of Tim. Also, like, why... Why is Tim so against the whole marriage thing? Because he's know. being a realist he, and they're 17 years old. Is he against the institution of marriage because his parents aren't together? <laughs> that could be it. He's Let's st- get into this. Let's really dive into Tim. His stepmom, Sherry, is a lovely woman. We'll learn more Sherry about her Sherry is later. a bitch. Okay. <laughs> We all know it. Yes, we know. Okay, we covered it. So you you know, know it. I know it. Everybody we knows know it. We know Sherry is a bitch. We're well aware. So, <laughs> moving on. We're going to talk a lot about Tim's mental health in this episode. Yeah, because I think that's the only <laughs> plot point that really matters. Yeah, truly, it's a nothing episode. <laughs> so then... Uh, we get a lot more out of him. Keith too. is right. sitting at the desk at Dan Scott Motors in a little suit, and... Luke walks in and he's like, hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Blah, blah, blah. And Keith's just like, hey, do you want a job here? I hate it here. Will you come work with me again? I'm your dad, kind of. Please work with me. And Luke's like, yep. 
Luke's like, maybe, I don't know. And then Keith's like, cool, I got to take these papers to Dan. And Luke says, let me take those papers to to Dan. Can I be our messenger boy? (laughs) I already have a messenger bag. So. I can bring my pigeon with me. He'll fly up to the room. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> he's got like a newsies cap on. <laughs> no, yeah. he's just dressed as like a jester. Oh. And then he walks. <laughs> he walks in Dan's room and he goes, "Extra, extra, read all about it." Seize the day. Now is the time to seize the day. <laughs> he goes, "We'll slay the giant. Let us seize the day." All right. And then wait. Neighbor to neighbor. And then he goes, you're not ready for this part, Dad. Father to son. And he points at himself. (laughs) Really (laughs) hammers in that parental bond that they're trying to bridge. Christian Bale is as a cameo as a resident nurse. He's just like, what the fuck you doing in this hospital? A resident nurse who has a BBL. (laughs) (laughs) So then Luke's like, yeah, I'll take the papers, see? And then we cut back home, well, home to Haley and Nathan's apartment. And, that was uh, a good bit. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to fill time nicely. I like it. I so like it. you can thank White Claw Surge for that one. White this episode sponsored by White Claw Surge. I drink two of them and I'm hammered. Yeah, we're dropping our liquid death sparkling water sponsorship just so we can have the White Claw Surge. Yeah, surges. those taste like ass. These taste like fucking I don't know why shit. you spent money on those. I, oh, I'm drinking them now, But baby. hey, Liquid Death, if you want to sponsor us. We'll drink them. We'll change our mind about you real quick. We won't. All right. So we cut back to the Haley and Nathan apartment. And Haley's like, yeah, I'm cleaning for your skanky hoe that's coming over. And Nathan's like, Nathan's like, she's not a skanky hoe. I love the foley that Annie's doing over there. You should do more of that. So then um, fucking Nathan's like, Haley, it's not for me, it's for Tim. She sprays the fruit. <laughs> she sprayed the fruit and wiped off the fruit. It's decorative. It's wax fruit. I don't think it is. You sure? It looked real. <laughs> Who knows? Probably. So Why? Nathan explains that the stripper is more to make Tim happy than it is for him. And Haley's like, oh, great. What's next? Lab dances for world peace? <laughs> And he's like, that's a fucking great idea, babe. Also, um, it's a weird analogy that you said that. It doesn't even make much sense to the situation. I think it rocks. Well, Haley, I think it rocks. Haley is just a little little silly this episode. Yeah. And then we realize that Brooke is planning the bridal shower. That's about it. Cool. Uh, Karen runs into Keith on the street, and she's like, hey, Keith, long time no see. Bum, bum, bum. She looks at his coffee cup. Does it say Karen's Cafe on it? No. It says like. It says some bullshit. Bitches Starbucks brew. coming coffee. Yeah. Bullshit. Poops. So now <laughs> poops coffee. Poops coffee. It's going to make you poop. Looks the same going in as it does coming out. Jesus Christ. Chili coffee. coffee. It's the chili coffee. It's the chili coffee. Save your poop. The, no, the the somebody just rented out the the space next door to the cafe, and all the chili that she throws out, they just brew it into their coffee. They, yeah. She throws it out the window because no, she's not no, used to a building no, being there. No, it goes in a big it goes in a big trash tub, <laughs> and they ladle it out into their to the coffee mug. They, they put it in where the water goes in no, the they coffee put, pot. <laughs> well, and then they also once they do the foam art on the top, 
they put chili where <laughs> where the lines are in the foam art. Double the coffee, double the chili, triple the poo. Triple yeah. the diarrhea. Poops coffee. Liquid shit coffee. It You're going to want to try it. Yeah. It goes right through you. That's a good slogan. <laughs> it goes right through you. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we realize that Keith is not going to the Chili Shack anymore, and he's getting his coffee elsewhere, which is a huge is slap in the face. That is sus. Big sus. That is fucking sus. Big sus. So then... Uh, we get to Lucas dropping the papers off for Dan, and Dan's like, "You know what, son? You should join me in physical. Let's work out. Together. Yeah, you should join me in physical therapy." <laughs> and Luke's like, exactly "I'm Dan fine." Song, so. Lucas is literally like, "Uh, no thanks." And he goes, "Listen, son, can I have some crumpets with my coffee?" <laughs> he goes, "Listen, son, I want you to take these papers to the office and put them in a lockbox under the desk. The keys taped under the chair." And he's like, okay. Mm. And then Lucas is like walking out and he goes, you may not trust me, but I trust you. And then we cut to Lucas opening the lockbox. And it's the same lockbox we saw last season that Dan has a bunch of baby pictures of Lucas stuffed in. And it's like, why are you putting important documents in there? It was just, just a setup. Yeah, but Lucas still put them in the box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this was just poor planning. And then I think Keith was looking for those documents later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucas misunderstood what Dan was trying to do the whole time. Yeah. Like, I think that bind that Keith gets in at the end of the episode is related to those papers like, yeah. that are in the lockbox, but he doesn't know where the key is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then... Um, um, Haley's freaking out about the stripper, and we months. I would like to once again remind you to quote her. I'm not a prude from a couple episodes ago. She's totally not a prude. She's not a prude, but not she's already prude. called a stripper a skanky hoe. So you're the skanky hoe. You be the judge. Um, meanwhile, the doctor is giving Dan some news, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna need you in physical therapy." And Dan's like, oh, weightlifting, running. And he's like, no, more like stretching, short walks. Yeah. And he's like, well, how long is this going to take? And he's like, it's a long road. And that road is your entire life. He's like, uh, yeah, what what, what was the exact fucking cheesy ass quote he said? It was, was, that long road is your life. You're on the long road to the rest of your life, which is like any fucking shitty, like, doctor cliche you can throw into a book. Like, just why? Why would you do? Why would you say these things to people? I don't. I don't know. Just to really hammer it in. Okay, I guess we'll so, have to consult Ellie again. See yeah. what she says. So after this, um, Dan tells Deb that he wants to come home because she's like, "I'll get you a nurse set up at the beach house," and he's like, "I want to come home, Deb." I'm confused because. I thought he was willing to sign the papers when he came to from the heart attack. Yeah, he said, I want to sign those divorce so papers. So why, why didn't that happen? I don't know. So then... Who the fuck's fault was that? Right. We cut back to the party palace, a.k.a. Nathan and Haley's apartment, and Tim and Nathan are sitting on the couch. And Tim's like, which cologne should I wear? This one or this one? And Nathan goes, well, I only own one cologne. And Haley walks out and goes, why do you have my perfume, Tim? And then Tim's like, ugh, gay stuff, and starts rubbing the perfume off of his body. Um, He does say gay stuff. Oh, no. It was a little weird. Yeah. So then Haley leaves, and then knock, knock, knock. Tim goes, the stripper's here. It's actually Lucas. 
And then Tim starts like sobbing in the corner. And he goes, "What's wrong with Dim?" He's being a real bitch. They called Tim Dim. That was funny as Mm -hmm. fuck. And basically, solid, solid burn. A good roast. So then we get another knock on the door again. (coughs) Oh, it's the stripper. No, it's Nathan's boss from the Hot and Twisted Pretzel Palace. Yeah, it's Greg or some shit. Rick, Craig, Gur, Gar. Garth. I don't think it's Garth. Jeff. I think it's Rick. Is it Rick? It's probably Rick. Mm. So then. Pretzel. That's his name. So then Tim starts pouting again, and we cut to Haley, Brooke, and Peyton are in a limo together, and they're like, oh, it's your day. Blah, blah, blah. Drink this champagne. This is, I think, the first time um, anybody went on a party bus. I think they started that trend. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> First party bus ever. First she, party bus. She did ever. refer to it as a limo, not a party bus. But it so. was a party bus. It was, but it a, was party a party bus. bus. But they kept calling it a limo. It's a party bus. Anywho, so they're in there. Annie, very interesting. They're in there. They're preparing for the night, and Peyton goes, "All right, put this blindfold on. We're gonna go do some normal stuff." Very, very normal. I blindfolded Audrey once until I realized she just knows where we're going by movement. She's her own what? little personal GPS. Yeah. I tried to surprise her by taking her somewhere that she'd really like to go for. Where uh, was it? It was Allen's. She knew exactly where, where yeah, we were. My body could sense it. I was like, oh, I'm on Central Parkway now. Yeah, it was really. That's odd. Yeah. This, that's why I never want to take her anywhere ever again. <laughs> All right, so then we cut back to the pumping party. Boom, boom, boom. With boom, the boys. Boom, boom, it's boom. not that pumping. They're playing video games. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not fun at all. They're playing video Lame games. Lame as shit. And Tim is making the pretzel guy read a quiz from Cosmo Girl. And then Tim's like, I know what we can do to wait for the stripper. And he pulls out a VHS tape and he goes, I heard my dad having fun to this video. We're going to watch it. So they're watching it and they're, it's a sex tape. <laughs> And Nathan it goes, "It is a sex tape. It's not a porn." Nathan goes, "Is that your mom?" And he goes, huh, "Stepmom, dude." So he's just watching his dad and he rail loves his stepmom. It. Yeah, and he's Luke, like, "Look at this." Luke he's audibly like says, it. "Your mom is a slut." Yeah. And Tim is not phased. No, I think he says, "No, you mean my stepmom." Stepmom. He's like, "My stepmom, dude. She is a slut. Fuck yeah, yeah dude." It's fucked up. Where does Luke get off? Yeah, not so, with stepmoms. So you, if you guys remember Sherry from the earlier episodes, who was a bitch to Karen at the booster meetings, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's who she's that's the who, one in the sex. She's game. getting piped. Odd. <laughs> Heard. So then, <laughs> first stop on our party bus tour, we get to a lingerie shop, and they come in. There's no one there, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna start this lingerie fashion show." So then, all of a sudden, all these girls from school start walking out in the lingerie. Cheer squad. It's the cheer squad. The cheer squad. They cheer all squad. come out in lingerie. Teresa, Bevan, two girls I don't know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was about it. And hi, the- kid. I don't know. Hi, <laughs> hey, bestie. <laughs> um, so- <laughs> hi, Teddy. Hi, Denise. Hi, kid. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. So then we is have that full house. Yeah, <laughs> Annie's on a full house yeah. kick. I know. You're How is Michelle's uh, amnesia oh, going? Yeah. Is it over? So I forgot that that was like the last episode yeah. of the entire it series. Is. So I'm rewatching it now. You don't want to go on the Fuller House? I've already seen Fuller House. Is it okay? It's okay. Wasn't Macy Gray in it? 
Macy Gray was in it for one or two episodes. Fuller House? Yeah. Because yeah. I watched the first Fuller season. House. Singing, I try she's to in, stay yeah, goodbye she's... and I choke. <laughs> try to walk away and I stumble. <laughs> Even try to hide it, it's clear. Yeah, that's what she sounds like. So after the the fashion show. Oh, so after the little lingerie fashion show, we get to the Chili Shack and Keith is there. Karen's like, huh, you're here for my, I thought you didn't like my coffee anymore. And he's like, no, I love your coffee. And she's like, oh, so that's not the reason you've been avoiding my place of business. It's me. And then Keith's like, blah, blah, blah. I need to move on. Blah, blah, blah. That's that's fucking it. Also, also we forgot to mention that everything they're doing on the bachelorette party with the girls is all on Brooke. Like, she's paying for everything. Yes. Yeah. She's she's using her rich girl ways. Daddy's credit card. Yes. Also, uh, you definitely know that Keith was trying to hold back saying, like, Poops coffee is better than your coffee. Your place sucks. I like chili in my coffee. What about it? Why didn't <laughs> Why didn't she do this earlier? You already had the ingredients. You had the wherewithal to put chili in coffee, but you just didn't pull the trigger. You dumb bitch. This is why we didn't work. <laughs> so then we cut to the outside of Nathan's little party palace, and Mouth and all the River Court boys are walking up, and Mouth has Mouth bought the keg because he had a. Fake ID from Brooke. Mouth butt the cake. Oh, also, there was earlier in the episode, this was just like a little stupid scene, but they were taping mouth to a chair mm-hmm. and drawing targets on him and throwing a football at him and doing silly things with him, like um, making him a human bowling ball into a bunch of trash cans, apparently. Yeah, it didn't really And drive. Haley partook, apparently. Yeah, it didn't yeah. drive the episode, but it was a fun but little But it was thing. there. Yeah. Mouth had a cute little thing going in on. In case yeah. you didn't... Re- As always. In case you forgot, these people are supposed to be children, and they're engaging in nefarious activities that yeah. are possibly illegal. Right. Yes. So, so Mouth got the keg... And while they're walking in, there's a cop car, and they're like, what is wrong with the youth of America? And they're like, let's go read them their rights. And then they start walking she into says the it's apartment. it's time to protect and serve. <laughs> I like Audrey's. Let's go read them their rights. I like that line better, honestly, because that one just, like, it really paints a picture that these cops really do not know what they're doing. No. <laughs> Let's go read them the rights. I know the Miranda rights 90% of the way <laughs> I'm studying still. You have the right to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell a civilian that they had a right to shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of illegal activity, we cut to the party bus, and Brooke's like, here you go, Haley, your very own fake ID. And the name on it is Trudy Gill, which sounds like Tudor Girl. All Just I can think about, All I can think about is Trudy from um, Reno 911. <laughs> 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 when she gives herself, like, the carbon monoxide poisoning. Everybody thinks she's trying to kill herself. <laughs> oh god! So then, Reno nine one one podcast next. next. Kevin yeah. next. We're 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 committing to a lot of other podcasts. <laughs> we have a Sopranos one. We have a Jersey Shore one. Yeah. We have a Wife Swap one. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna yeah. 
So after that, the bus breaks down and the girls go out and Brooke's like, what do you mean we can't get it fixed for another hour? I have money. And then all of a sudden, a tow truck shows up and this guy gets out and he goes, what seems to be the problem? And they're like, I don't know, the fucking engine? And he's like, I know what the problem is. And he turns his fucking toolbox into a jukebox or a beatbox. <laughs> he turns it into a beatbox. <laughs> There's a little beatbox. Beatbox. <laughs> turns it into a beat. Beep. <laughs> Why can't I say it? A little a stereo. A, a boom box. Boom box. Turns a little beatbox. A little beatbox. Turns into a boom box. Can we also, um, can we address... Brooke's knowledge on supply and demand. Oh, yeah. She said. Yeah, she or lack supply thereof. and demand. I guess. It's called supply and demand. You supply and I demand it. <laughs> but, I took econ. <laughs> so the guy strips his clothes off and he starts dancing and Haley's like, whoa. And the limo driver's like, the car's actually broke down. Can someone get <laughs> a real guy out Get a guy out here for real. So then, speaking of... Issues with strippers. We cut to the party palace again, and knock, knock, knock. The cops are here, and they're like, "We saw someone bring a keg in here." And Tim's like, "Oh, these are the strippers." And he slaps one of the cops on the ass, and then they both put his hands behind his back and handcuff him. And he goes, "Did we pay extra for this?" This is excessive force. And then they just <laughs> the cops decide they don't care about the keg anymore, and they want to quote unquote arrest the perv. So then. Tim gets fucking arrested. They shove him in the back of the cop car, and he goes, still oblivious to what is happening. Yeah. He thinks they're still strippers, even yeah. after being put in actual handcuffs. Then he's like, I've never been this horny before. And <laughs> yeah. then the cops take yeah, him that away. Was well, the worst. right before they were about to take him away, the one cop was, uh, they were like trying to defend their case. Like, hey, he was just being an idiot. Can we just, like, Work this out, please. And then he just keeps digging himself in a deeper and deeper hole. It's like, like, just take him, please. I can see your pussy from here. <laughs> it's crazy shit like that. And then they're like, fine, let him just take. We can't do anything from now. And she brings I out like her that billy BBL. club. She brings out her her billy club. At the, the fuck? <laughs> I thought you had like an injury on your <laughs> yeah. hand. What She's bringing fuck? out the billy club at the last second. Like, is she about to beat the fuck out of these kids right before she leaves? Like, is, yes, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so then we cut to the girls all in the party bus, and they go, "Ooh, a moon roof!" So then Haley and Peyton and everybody are popping out of the moon roof, dancing. This and looks a lot like the scene from Hereditary, honestly. Yeah, and then Haley gets her head fucking macked by a telephone off. pole. <laughs> so, uh, spoiler alert: if you've never seen Hereditary, um, so then they're driving down the street and they drive past Nathan's apartment and Nathan sees them and the stripper is just like hanging out of the moon roof grinding up on Bevan and Haley yeah and then Karen shows or Deb shows up to the chili shack and she's like long story short divorce isn't happening anymore Dan's coming home and then we just brush over that. Yeah, yeah. that was a weird thing to just put under the yeah, rug. It was just like a beep. All right, cool. Next beep. scene. Bye. So then, um, we'll be boop. The girls pull up to a strip club, and Haley's like, "If I wanted a lap dance, I would have stayed home." Which like ew. we get it. You fucking hate strippers, dude. Yeah, just chill out. So then it's it turns fine. out they're getting her stripper lessons, and she goes, <laughs> "Give me that pole!" And she jumps up, grabs the pole, goes flying off onto a chair. So concussed immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. So then. We cut back to the guys. All of them are leaving. They're like, this is lame. We're going to go bail Tim out. And Lucas is like, I'll stay with you. And he's like, nah, you can go. And he's like, 
they're having a bro moment. And Lucas goes, have you ever seen the pictures in your dad's lockbox? And he goes, yeah, all those pictures of you. That's why I've always fucking hated you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then it turns into a nice brother moment. Nathan's like, hey, I don't care what you do with Dan. Just be careful. And Lucas is like, okay, I have a gift for you. And he gives him a Scott auto body um, mechanic outfit. Dan Scott Motors. DSM, baby. Yes. Dan Scott Motors. My apologies. And Scott auto body is dead. Yeah. For now. Probably forever. I don't fucking know. I can't remember. All right. Uh, so he gives the job to Nathan, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's that. His, his little overalls. And they're just really cute brothers. So then we cut back to the strip club, and the main manager guy comes up, and he goes, uh, Miss Davis, your card was declined. So mm-hmm. she gives him another card. That one's declined, too. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, how are we going to pay this $1,000 bill? They only have $140 yes. in cash. That's not even close. And we'll figure out how they pay that after this. So then Nathan is at home tidying up and knock, knock, knock. The stripper's here. Hello, Nathan. And he's like, the party's over. And she's like, oh, well, I guess I can just call a cab. That'd be great. But we can do something fun. No, call, call, the, call, your, call your cab. Call your cab. Do- do you do you need fare? Do you, I got <laughs> I got five dollars. Your Uber is on its way, so <laughs> <laughs> I just called it for you. <laughs> so then we come back to the girls and they are washing dishes to pay off their mistakes. And Haley and Brooke and Peyton are talking, and Haley's just like, "Love, it's the real reason why you should be dating." Blah blah blah. I'm gonna go home to my husband and just throw up a little bit because I'm still concussed. So she gets in the fucking limo and she goes, "Take me to my husband. Take me to my man." Yeah. So Haley goes home, and Nathan and the stripper are just finishing up a game of NBA Live, Mm -hmm. and the stripper's like. Hmm. Oh, that was fun. You don't want to do anything else? And he's like, no, I'm good. You can leave. No, you can fuck off. You can go. Honestly, she takes off all of her clothes and goes, you know, you're hot, Nathan. You're young, athletic. I'll let you. I'm good at keeping secrets. I'll let you do what you want. How old are you, lady? Right, and then she goes, if you need me, or when you decide what you want, I'll be in the bedroom. Honestly, my... I wish he would have farted in her face. My Mm -hmm. spirit is kind of crushed because you destroyed me in NBA Live, so my ego is out the door. I don't want to even... My dick's soft. You should probably go. So (laughs) she goes into Nathan's bedroom, which is like, okay, weird to invite You weren't invited. (laughs) Yeah. And then Lucas is back at the... Dan Scott Motors talking to Keith, and Keith's like, hey, you got to work tomorrow. And he's like, no, I do not want the job. I want Nathan to have it. And they're like, cool. And then Keith's like, where are those invoices? Which are locked in the lockbox. So I don't know what's that, what that's going to turn Has into. Have seen these invoices? Yeah. Like, God fucking damn it. Yeah. Stupid piece of shit. So Boy. then we cut back to the... Nathan and Haley residence, and we see Nathan walk into the bedroom, and he takes his shirt off, and he goes, I want you. I want you. And we're all like, oh, he's about to cheat. And then it's just Haley. Yeah. The stripper's not there. She says, I love you. Yeah, and then they make out. (laughs) And then Haley's like, yeah, tonight was educational. And then she goes, hold on. And she goes to the bathroom to get her lingerie and says, honey, you're going to love the homework. And then goes into the bathroom to change into lingerie. She gives him calculus homework. So meanwhile, Brooke and Peyton have some lame fucking girl talk where they're like, do you think Haley's right about love? 
Cool. Who gives a shit? This bullshit. This conversation was not necessary <laughs> and stupid. So then we cut to Deb talking to Dan, and she's like, so I talked to our lawyer. There's nothing we can do about Haley and Nathan's marriage. And Dan's like, there's nothing we can do. And Deb chimes in and goes, legally. And then Dan starts smiling, and she's like, why are you smiling? Is it because it sounds like something you would say? And then Dan's, which is kind of correct, just goes, this, parent, this marriage will probably self-destruct. They're in fucking high school. Once the money He's runs not wrong. out. wrong. Yeah. We don't have to live to finger, you stupid woman. Yeah. So then... It's not something I would say, because I wouldn't say something so stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm Dan Scott. Right. So then... um. We got to Lucas at home, and he's talking to Karen, and he's she's like, "Hey, don't you have work tomorrow?" And he's like, "No, I want, I got a lot of work to do at the Chili Shack, so uh, not working at the Dan Scott Motors. You are gonna be out of work a lot with your college classes, Mom. Cool. Karen's going to college. Fine. So then that's um, my least favorite Descendants album. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so then. Um, then we cut to Nathan going to work. He's got his mechanic outfit on, and Haley goes, Hey, babe, don't change out of that when you get home. I'm kind of into the whole mechanic thing. It's because she saw that mechanic stripper. Uh, then Brooke and Peyton are at the ATM. Brooke finds out she is broke. Her card gets taken from her in the ATM. To get it back, she has to go into the bank. She doesn't do that. She just bangs on the ATM. Karen is strolling along a college <laughs> campus. Cool. She's already in fucking college. Wild. Uh, Dan is home. Enrolling is nothing at this university. No, you just show up and say one college, please. Dan <laughs> is home, and Deb is walking him in, and then Lucas shows up, and Deb's like, I'll leave you two alone. And basically, Lucas is like, hey, uh, having those pictures in there isn't going to change anything. Dan's like, I'm just hoping to change our future. And then Dan kind of stumbles, and Lucas helps him walk inside, and that's the end of the fucking episode. Yeah, that's fucking it. It changes a little bit. Uh, no Whitey shit. No, Whitey was not in this episode. That's probably why it sucked. Leaves a little bit more room for discussion. Uh, there was food at that strip club. A lot of strip clubs have food. Yeah. Is... There's one in... I feel like not a lot of them should. Well, a lot of them do. There's one in, I want to say, Atlanta that has, um, a breakfast buffet. Ooh. And I love breakfast. I do it's also It's like an all-day breakfast. breakfast buffet, like all day, all night, and they call it Tits and Grits. Can I just have Can the grits? Can we go? Doesn't that sound lit? Yeah. Can I just have the grits? Do I have to watch the tits? Yeah. It's tits to... and grits. It's not grits and grits. It's tits and grits. I can't have either. I can't no, have No, no. If you want either or, you got to go to Waffle House, baby. <sighs> it's probably the same quality. Uh, probably. Waffle House is phenomenal. Yeah, but oh, you buffet? think that the food is gonna be good at the strip club? Oh fuck yeah. Strip club food I bet is delicious. I bet it's fire. Mm. Anywho, so uh song, song of the week, Jimmy Eat World. No, yes. hold on. I have to go through this track list because it's fucking bananas. Uh first of all, uh that montage shit that happened during the um <laughs> during the what the fuck it's called, the little fashion show. Uh the song Word Up was covered by Corn. What? It wasn't the original Word Up. Word. All the pretty ladies around the world. Uh, they also have fucking Shake That Ass with Ludacris that was played in the limo. Uh, the song where the... Is that m- Shake That Ass for Me? Shake oh, That Ass sorry, for Me? Sorry, it's not Shake That Ass. It's Shake That Shit. Oh. Shake That Shit. Uh, and second to... 
uh, last favorite song is uh, what's it called? It's the, when the mechanic stripper comes through. Mm-hmm. The song is called uh, "Bang Stranger" by the artist Mick G Nuts. Mick G Nuts, nice nuts with a Z, by the way. Nice Mick G Nuts. Uh, and of course, the best song, as uh, we were alluding to earlier, it's uh, "Kill." By Jimmy Eat World. Banger. It's a very fucking good song. All right. These are going to be complicated because I saw nothing from no one. Carolinian of the Week. Carolinian of the Week. Okay, do you guys have yours? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, then give me your. You want to say them at the same spiel. time, babe? No, we'll just do it one at a time. No, let's say them at the same time, babe. Okay. Three, two, one. Nathan. Nathan. Oh, bingo. See? I had a feeling. Okay, Nathan was the only good one this episode. Because yeah, he, he didn't fuck the He's the only honorable one. Because Tim was alluding to, basically, earlier, like, you're still the same guy. And Nathan basically proved he wasn't. Yeah. So. That's it. Good boy. Luke wasn't bad this episode, either. Yeah, but he didn't do anything superb. If well, any- I guess he gave the job he, to Nathan. If anything. And he helped Dan, even though he's yeah. still on the rock. So I- let's put Dan and, or not Dan. Ty. Ty. A tie. For Carolinian of the Lucas Week. Lucas and Nathan, because the brothers was so subpar. No, no, no. No, no, Nathan, hear me out. Nathan had more growth. That's not true. We, that's his. That's my reason every time Nathan's Carolyn. At this point, I feel like we should be expecting Nathan to be this way. So here's where I'm thinking. Interesting. They were both half of a Carolinian of the week so they can t- come together and be our one Carolinian Don't of the week. Don't let's throw a third. Tim. For no. what? No. Tim, Tim for... He literally smacked the ass of a police officer and got Called... arrested and continued to say that he was horny while in the back of a police car. Amen. <laughs> Not our Carolinian of the week. I think if no. anything Lucas deserves it more than anybody else because he is showing his regrowth again. God fucking I would say so. I think I'm going to stay with my half and half. We'll stay half and half this week. All right. Tied for first. They'll co-parent it until next week. Okay. They're half brothers. They make one whole whole brother. brother. Yeah. (laughs) So who's our asshole of the week? Uh, Deb. Deb. I think Deb. Deb, probably. She's on her downward spiral. Are we putting Deb up in number one? Tim, number two? Yeah. Who's our number three? I think Tim's just being a shithead, honestly. That fucking stripper. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, that stripper. No, she's the asshole of the week. She's number one, yeah. Because she, A, wanted to fuck a minor. B, took all of her clothes off and tried to lure him into having sex with her. So she's in first place. And then Deb, and Deb then Tim as a bit. Yeah, I think statutory will put you up top yeah. automatically every so, time. Word. Uh, <laughs> word, yeah. <laughs> of course. Heard. Gotcha. So. Uh, yeah, but overall, <clears throat> this week was a fucking wash. Yeah. Uh, but but this, we did have Baked Ziti. We did have Baked Ziti in the soundtrack. The, the soundtrack was, was very good this episode. Teacher, the Baked Ziti was bussin'. Mm-hmm. Teacher, the liquid death was not blessing. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. It comes with old age, Danny. Constipation. Constipation. First of all, constipation. Second of all, you're full of crap. Constipation.